Grishacast is currently covering Ninth House, a novel containing adult content, narratives and themes. We will notify you on our socials when we return to covering the young adult content. And I'll tell you guys since we're, since we're all friends. Every character I write has a piece of me in them. Hi, I'm Lee Bardugo. You're listening to The Grisha Cast. Welcome to GrishaCast, episode 120. In this episode, we will begin Lee Bardugo's Ninth House. And this is your host, Eric. I'm Terry from Nashville, Tennessee. This is your podcast for all things Grishaverse. A world created by our very own Virgil, Lee Bardugo. Woo! casters. Hi. Ooh. <laughs> We have some listener cities. We do. First, we have Darmstadt, Germany. And then we're going to Tobihana, Pennsylvania. Yay! Thank Woo. you. Thank you. So. It's been a little bit, and I feel like we've forgotten. How to do things? How to do things. <laughs> I agree. I, yeah, I, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> we're just going to talk and chat and have a little bit of fun. I am really enjoying all the black that's going on. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's it's, it, it's it's feeling good. It is it's feeling good with all the black going on. And we are in like fall colors. Yes. Yes. It's <laughs> definitely like burning up. It is. It's definitely like hell outside. <laughs> it's like it's very hot. But now it's looking spoopy in here. It sure so is. We are I'm living, enjoying this. We're living our goth life. We really are. <laughs> but um, yes, we um, we have no clue what we're doing, but that's okay. That's all right. I mean, it was a very short break, too, <laughs> for it was. us to have no clue what we're doing, but that's okay. But, you know, in pure, like, adult fashion, a lot was huh. going on. And uh, so, yeah. um, you know, it'll be fun just to... We just to kind of have a chat about a different book, you know, it's outside of that's the Grishaverse, so <sighs> it'll just be kind of like a, a a friend chitter chat. I think that's what it did. Did I think that's what happened too? You know, it you it, forgot how to talk. That's what happened too. Okay, you know, I mean, we we even got out of Lee's Grishaverse. Mm-hmm. We're still in Lee's mind, but yes. we are, we're in her other realm. We're in the real world, but we're in a different magical world. We're, we're out of the Grishaverse. We're just in, we're in Yale, which yeah. is, which is so different, which is phenomenal. And I, I love it. It, it's really cool. Um, so we will say this because we, are gonna have to, of course. I know you, but we're we're starting Ninth House, the adult fantasy novel, and yes, Lee's adult debut, which is a fantastic, fantastic novel. It is so incredible, and oh my gosh, it was such a great fantasy book, and um, yeah, it's such a great, great, really cool book. It came out in. When was it? Was it 2019? No, it was, 20, it was right before 
I think it, yeah, it was 2019. Yes, it was 2019 because it was right before COVID. Um, so there's nothing bad in like that's going to happen in this episode, but just so you know, everybody's it, clear, this isn't like something. I mean, we're probably still going to uh, to be as nice as possible about you know the words coming out of our mouths, but um, there's going to be some more adult themes and things. Yes, this is not a on. young adult. Uh, this is definitely not a young adult novel at all. So this is not, if you are, this is not a young adult book. We will be covering themes that are not Grishaverse at all. So if that is what you are expecting, then turn this off. and <laughs> Don't turn it off. Just listen to us <laughs> Just w- when there's no young children in the room. <laughs> yeah, we... We promise um, there will be something at the beginning of, like, I mean, we will, like, I mean, there will be something at the beginning of each podcast um, letting you know um, when we are back um, covering young adult stuff. Um, So, I mean, there will be a warning, so you'll know. Um, And anyways, yeah, so we Just put your headphones in. Yeah. Listen to us when the, the kids go to bed. Exactly. This is an incredible novel. Um, this is an incredible story. So enjoy. And um, yeah, this is um, where Lee is taking us. And she will be. This is an incredible universe. And we know this is where she's going for a while. This is the sequel is being written. This is and the sequel. There's even going to be more. This is where she's going for a little bit. And that's exciting. I'm I'm really excited to see more of this. And um, anyways, now I get to finally ask you. <laughs> Girl, what did you think? Um, I I did enjoy it. Yeah? Yes. Okay. I mean, it's it's very different. I it mean, is. it's it's okay. Yeah. So I didn't I did enjoy it. And we'll get into it um like a little more like as we talk about um, you know, the, the chapters and whatnot, um, uh, before we got into, it, I was going to ask you if you did anything interesting or fun during the break. Okay. Well, sure. Okay. Well, let me think. <laughs> I uh, mean, if not, then, you know, cause you know, I did a whole lot of working is what I did. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I work with, with animals for, as a second job now. So <laughs> I, uh, I get to, to play with, <laughs> With all kinds of, of animals. I had to catch a cockatiel with my bare hands the other day. Oh, so that was that was interesting. <laughs> it squawked and all kind yeah. So, <laughs> a cockatoo. So basically that's what I've been doing is working and making that coin. Make that coin with cockatoo. Well, I didn't get to play with a cockatoo. <laughs> But I did get to sit outside with Sam, and um, yeah, I've been posting on Shell and Tail. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, which reminded me, by the way, yes, gotta support you know this podcast. And um, by the way, if you guys are really interested, so um, this um, this is something fun for um, those of you that are really into ninth house and into this story we have created a book club with fable and if you really like 
are into this, um, download the Fable app. We've created a book club, a special one, um, and it's called Lethe and the Ancient Eight. So if you go on there um, and it's just it's a place where we will be able to contact one another. We'll be able to like ask questions and just discuss stuff while we literally are discussing and going through the podcast, discussing and talking and asking questions while we are just going through this book together. So it's kind of a it's it's a hopefully it'll be a really cool thing. Um, It is something that we can do literally as we're doing this right now. So um, I already know that there are some people that have already signed up. Um, I just created it um, just a week ago. So if you're interested, go ahead, um, sign up. It's a neat thing. We'll see um, who wants to do it. And um, yeah, it's there. So Lethe and the Ancient Eight. And yeah, it's there for you if you want. Um, Yeah, it's a free thing. You don't have to do anything except just like download the app. There's nothing you have to do except like download it. And then um, just kind of like a discussion board. Um, But that way... We have a place where we can discuss and ask questions, and you can ask us questions, and we can kind of, you know, ask each other things. Who knows? Anyways, hey. So for those of you that are just listening and haven't, like, cracked open the book, Lethe is L-E-T-H-E. Yas. Yas queen. <laughs> mm-hmm. And eight is spelled. Yes. How no. is it spelled? E-I-G-H-T. <laughs> Go eight. Correct. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. Anyways, so um, I have not really been doing that much. Just not so on the sad note. But yeah, I've been, my daddy's been sick and I've been um, just been doing a lot of stuff with my family and been trying to, but that's really just, I don't want to, just to be honest. I mean, that's yeah. really been just what's been going on. And that's some adult things. Yeah, which don't uh, things to take care of and do. You know what? I am going to give a shout out to someone that is awesome, Rachel. <laughs> What's up, Rachel? What is up, Rachel? Who, by the way, was so cool today. Like I, oh my god, love you so much. Just like I. Texted her out of nowhere, out of nowhere, and was just like, hey, this is Eric, by the way. And she was, I was, she was so awesome. And she texted back, like, gave me an update, totally gave me an update. It was so amazing. And I got a call from my dad later this, like, evening, and they said she was amazing, it was awesome. So, oh, good. Just letting you know. Um, anyways, um, it's so nice to know that I've just like my dad. Um, just let just to fill everybody in. I mean, so my dad's cancer just has come back, and it's just um, you know, it's just kind of scary. Um, when those things happen, my dad is eighty three, and um, when those things happen, it's just um, it's scary. And my mom is just um. You know, it's just hard for her. She's hard, like she's just not taking it well. So, I'm um, left in a position where it's like I'm trying to, you know, trying to. I'm 
trying to hammer it all out and trying to I'm having to be the adult and trying to figure it all out and anyways it's um it's just it's hard but um it's nice when I can have people help me <laughs> and make just some things easier on me and um it's nice to have some people out there some friends that just can make some things easier on me and um it's really nice to have some friends out there that just take care and make those things out um easy and love me and anyways i know i'm letting the truth out there like that but you know hey i am that's the kind of person i am and anyways love you guys but that is what is going on and you know what it's it's the truth and hey anyways so well good on you for asking for help yes absolutely because i am horrible at that same so I know how that is. Sucks. And then uh, Rachel's a good person to to ask for help because yes. that is that's her element and that's where she shines. So uh, Oh my god. <laughs> she was so good at it. <laughs> yeah. Like so good at it. Mm-hmm. I could I was amazed at it just it was so sweet and uh, <laughs> Anyways, okay. Well, Anyway, okay. Well, that's what's going on. Cockatoos and help. Cockatiels and asking for help. And Rachel. And Rachel. Cheers. (laughs) Cheers to all of that. So let's get on into some fantasy nut house. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's get on into this, which is, ooh, yeah, this is a good way to start. Okay, because this goes... Deep. So, yeah, instead of, like, kind of what we've been doing before, we're just gonna, you know, have a chitty chat and just, like, just talk. Um, I think that Lee has a very distinct way of writing. Oh, yes. Um, I think that... Her leaving a lot of mystery in the beginning is very much likely. She likes to let it build. Like, she likes to leave a lot of things. Like, she'll, she mentions certain things and then just lets it go. Like, our main character, Alex. And she opens with, like, she always opens with something like, you know, always like a before like even in the beginnings she's always like even though it's not a before and an after but she's always it kind of is kind of touches on something yeah that yeah like so with the whole thing with with alex like she kind of touches on things of her past but then just drops it yes like she'll talk about drugs and then drop it So, like, it doesn't tell everything immediately. So we kind of, especially with um, the crow duology, where we start to, where we learn about, like, Kaz and some of the the crows, but it's like, um, or we talk about Kaz's brother, Jordy, and then nothing. And then we know a tiny little bit more about Jordy, and then it drops. So we're kind of doing the same thing i feel 
with Alex. Mm-hmm. And um, let's just talk about her full name. <laughs> yeah. Galaxy. Isn't it amazing? When I first, I was, I, it took me a second and I was like, Alex is in Galaxy. It makes sense. I mean, what a weird name. Yeah. I, I don't know how I would feel having to tote that name around with me everywhere. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Well, we obviously know why she goes by Alex. Yes. But. But isn't that, I think it's fun that, like, that she picked Alex out, like, from Galaxy. Galaxy. Like, that's kind of cool. Oh, yeah, of course. And, but I love the way that it it does drop, like, it's a huge, like, it, it starts off with this action point. Like, we're just, we're dropped into this huge, something massive has happened. Like, just something huge. There's a lot of different things. Like, I mean, there's, she's got this memory of somebody's bone um, coming out. Uh, like, I mean, there's, like, a leg. There's, like, all these hints. There's um, a mansion on Orange Street. Mm-hmm. Um, there's all these different things. There's um, even, um, we know there's magic because um, there's a mention of... Um, they use um some kind of they use some kind something to keep the smell of something that they make something smell like cloves cloves and um anyways there's all these different things that um are dropped in this small little prologue um and then all of a sudden we and and I love how then we go to what is the next chapter called? It, it's just called Last Fall. Yeah, we have several of those where it's well. That's what the and I if you look and that's what the whole book is. It's yeah. either Last Fall or Winter. Yeah, because we kind of, because she does this in some of her other books where we go back and forth, mm. um, just to kind of. Um, oh, I'm sorry. The first chapter is called Winter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say Last Fall. We have another one of those. Yeah. Um. But we're still in, like, the same kind of, like, writing style. Um, We can tell that these sentences were put together (laughs) by Lee um, in the beginning where Alex is running through Yale. Mm -hmm. And we're not sure why yet, but um, where she, (laughs) it just talks about how she's, she just, she's taken off across the campus. She's trying to get to the SSS building um, there's one sentence in there that really stood out that, um, was like, it's, it's very thought provoking and it's very Lee. Um, she had an eerie sense that they were dreaming her a girl in a dark coat who would disappear when they woke. That it's like a feeling we've all had before mm-hmm. where you're just, you, you almost dissociate where you're kind of just, you you're running past people. And you're having this sense of like, do you exist to other people? And she talks about it being like a sleepy kind of feeling. And that's what Lee is good at. Yeah. Is kind of explaining these feelings in like, in words that we wouldn't think of. Yeah. I, um, 
a quote from one of my favorite artists is that there are no feelings that have been unfelt. So any feeling you have is not special. Everybody has literally had that feeling before. And so that's beautiful in a sense that we're connected to everyone, but it takes artists and writers. It's their special ability to put those feelings into words. And I feel like Lee does that very well. And beautifully. Mm-hmm. And you're right. It, it's gorgeous. Um, so what she's racing to is this like ritual. Oh, yes. Where they're taking this person's intestines out. They're like splayed out on the table. The prognostication. Prognostic is that right? Prognostication, prognost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's this. Yeah, it's um, it's a hid. It's not even. It's a hidden and secret society mm-hmm. thing, which is in insane. Which and- like we we learn that they take apart these bodies to basically read. Oh yeah, the entrails. Oh, the bowels. The to. To uh, better foresee the stock market. Oh yeah, um, it's it's for money. <laughs> yep, they're not. Um, it's for money, um, and and it's um all spoken in um Dutch. Dutch. Yes, and it's um yeah, it's a specific um society. Mm-hmm. The um, and there's one guy that actually is reading it. The horse book. <laughs> Yeah, he's yeah. the guy in charge. The guy that's reading it is the Harsh Books, H R H A R U S P E X. I know, and I even heard it. I like, and then it's the Bonesmen that are behind him, and those are like, yeah, those are like the pretty much like I mean they're their own. Um, they're one of the like I mean obviously it's one of the houses. Um, so, I mean, they're one of the secret societies. They're, um, yeah, they're the Bonesmen, and they, obviously, they they deal in reading, yeah, the stuff, and, yeah, I guess they, obviously, they, yeah. Okay, anyways, yeah. <laughs> I don't know whether they do more than that yet. I can't remember. Well, that's where... I mean, in the fir- in the beginning here, that's what we're doing. So it's Alex's job to make sure that everything goes correctly, that everything is done. Um, in Nothing a, goes wrong. Yeah, that everything is like done in the manner of like procedure and practice that's supposed to happen. Um, and then the weird thing is, as she's standing there. Um, trying not to vomit everywhere. This is where we first hear about the grays. Correct. And took a second to realize what was going on, but the grays are basically ghosts. Ghosts. Um, and they like to watch these things. <laughs> and she's uh, part of what she makes sure doesn't happen is that that they don't attach themselves or they don't really interfere. She draws, like, chalk lines and stuff. Um, but she was late this time, so she didn't do it. Someone else did. Um, but there's these 
ghosts that are just like hanging out. So I think that's another like first like, oh, this is different. We're in Yale and we're in the real world. Right. But we got ghosts. Yes, exactly. <laughs> we got some hauntings going on. Yes. There's there's something going on. There are And she can see them. She can. She can see them. But she's not supposed to look at them, like really, really like give attention to them. Because she's got She's also got these memories, uh, and she's speaking, like, she's not speaking to him, but she's got these memories of this person that's flashbacks of Darlington. Mm -hmm. Like, that's kind of... Yeah, she's she's talking about, or she's thinking about... She's thinking about... This person named Darlington. Who obviously trained her. Yes. Um, And in the next chapter, we hear more about him, but I mean, like, it is in this chapter who trained her a little bit about... How to do this, and she misses him. She's kind of uh, his predecessor, right? Like they choose a new one every few years, but she came early. We'll learn more about that. But like, um, yeah, she's kind of like his predecessor, and yeah. she clearly thinks a lot about him. She does because she thinks about him a lot, and she brings that name up. She bring she brings a him, lot, and she misses him. Yeah, and I I think she like there's a point where she feels like he left too soon or like i mean like she feels like he there's there's a feeling like he he shouldn't have gone as quickly as he did or something like yeah there's a feeling like she doesn't feel like she should have been left alone to do this yet exactly yeah yeah so yeah so and i also get the feeling that there's probably a romantic connection there like just yeah just from the very beginning, even just because like she can't stop <laughs> like exactly. saying the name in her head. Um, so I, I mean, come on, Darlington. Yeah, I know. I mean, even the name. Yeah. Darlington. Okay, but let's get to the creepy part of this anyway. So I mean, I mean, already. Okay, so we've got mm-hmm. besides the fact that they're reading nasdaq stuff through someone's bowels yeah they literally just have somebody's like intestines just like so she's looking at the ghosts um making sure that nothing already is going creepy Mm -hmm. but there's a booming going on literally a booming a boom sound yeah and that's loud but no one else can hear it Uh uh-huh uh-huh and she looks and she sees that the ghosts like their jaws yeah. Are like opening or like widening, and, and it's just like dark. She says it's like black. Something's like happening with their jaws, and like something weird is going on. And then when she looks, almost like at like I guess it's the chalk circles. Mm-hmm. There's something weird going on with that. Yeah, they're like pushing the boundary. Yeah, they're like almost up against it, and it's like. Almost when she and she like I guess is like about to vomit and almost when I guess she thinks things are about to go haywire it stops and they're um they're gripping yeah they're, uh, they're, rail they're, yeah. yeah and they grip it so hard that they like physically splinter it right but then it's which st- doesn't seem like that should happen no because they're ghosts yeah it doesn't seem like they should be able to do that no because they're if a, a ghost shouldn't be able to you shouldn't be able to at least hold on to something so. Weird stuff. Um, she talks about how they're all different too. Like, but we don't know that. Like one one of the ghosts is like completely naked, 
Naked. And and the other one is fully clothed. Right. And so she talks about how it's weird to see them standing together. Like the naked one almost, it makes it worse that she's standing next to a clothed one. And again, just simple things like that that Lee writes that I'm just like. It's, it's just, really good writing. Yeah. It, it yeah. So. Um, so, yeah. So what my question was at that point, too, was, I mean, yes, it's really disgusting. Like what's going on with all the intestines and everything. But. She is getting more and more like sick as the booming and everything is going on. So at this point in my head, I'm thinking like her nausea and like the ghost activity is kind of connected, but I'm that was my thought. Or maybe like a I think it's also mm, maybe or maybe it's just a coincidence and it was a good story to have everything happen all at once. I don't know yet because clearly we haven't gotten very far. Um, well, you've got to remember there's all, like, I mean, you have to be able to, like, we didn't go over this, but, I mean, part of, like, I mean, when she was, like, I mean, there's all these different things that you have to be able to do, like, to be a part of Lethe, and, like, one of them is to be able to, should demonstrate, demonstrate no squeamishness toward the realities of the human body. So, I mean, and... I don't think it's very fair. (laughs) You can't really control that. Well, I mean, and then we're going to learn, though. I mean, she didn't, in the next chapter, she didn't really get picked the correct, you know, I mean, she kind of went past the line, you know, the way she get picked, the way she got picked to get into Leafy. She wasn't chosen in the traditional. No, she uh, was not. traditional manner. No. I mean, but... we can go there. I don't. Well, yeah, we can just say that. Like, I mean, she wasn't picked in the traditional manner. She was picked because, hey, she can see greys. Like, um, she can see ghosts. And they and they say um, that a lot of people go to great lengths to see it. Like, they take this, An like... Elixir. Elixir thing that's, like, horrifically dangerous to them. But they do it to see grays. these greys. But she can just do it. So that's the really cool thing. So Darlington, we learn more about him in the next chapter um, because Darlington is all excited. We see. So the cool thing about this book is, and all of Lee's writing, is we get to see through the eyes of every character. The next chapter, we get to see through Darlington's character. In the very beginning, we get to see through his eyes. And in the very beginning, we get to see him. As he gets to, as he begin begins to be Virgil, and he gets to gets to pick his Dante, so he's all excited because he has all these files, and he gets to pick. Okay, well, I want. I've got all these different Dantes that I want to pick, and who I want. Well, he has all of a sudden his Dean Sandow or whoever that is call him and be like, "Yeah, this is who I want. This is who." Like, I mean, you don't need to pick this person. You can throw away all your files. We've already picked out who your um, who your Virgil, who your Dante is, and it's this it's this girl named Galaxy, and she's a druggie, whatever. <laughs> and it's simply just because she can see grays, mm-hmm. and not only can she, and because I guess people can see ghosts. Like if you can see a ghost, they normally see, and they're called grays because normally if you can see ghosts, you see them literally in gray tones. Mm-hmm. She can see them in color, 
which yeah. is another which crazy. actually annoys Darlington. Yeah. And probably other people. Um but the fact that his name is Daniel. Yeah. Arlington. Arlington. And then they smoosh it together to make it Darlington. Darlington. That's yeah. Mm. And then the fact that um we have the different names of the the jobs, you know, like Dante yeah. and everything else. Obviously, Dante, what comes up to mind. So what book it like that's what book is that? I'm sorry. I've never read it. Um what book is it? It's a book, isn't it? It's based yeah, off Yeah, it's a it's a story. Um It's the seven it's the The Nine Circles of Hell. Yeah. And so Inferno. Inferno. So you've okay. got it's a poem. Oh, it's a poem. So you've got um like the different characters in Inferno are the different positions in the society. And um Dante is the one that leads them through all the levels of hell. Dante is? Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, so who else do we have? Oh, I'm sorry. So who else do we have? So Virgil is the one that guides Virgil. everyone. Dante is the one who takes the journey through hell. Um, okay. Do we have? So, do we have? Okay. Is there anybody else that's even? No. Okay. I mean, we'd Nobody have to else. like really read yeah. through. But the but he says in the thing in the in the story that the names come from yeah so there okay because there's uh there's probably because there's two other characters that we get through later maybe mm-hmm. that okay. there's a there's a Dawes, Dawes and a, but that must be but that's the name from that might be from something else okay anyway. yeah so that's where dante's hell's inferno all that cool. that's where that comes from um which doesn't surprise me because lee always has eight hundred thousand layers of everything correct um yeah. She has a fun way of tying things together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the important thing that we do have to make sure that we touch on at the end of this whole prognostication thing, though, after so after all that happens, though, it doesn't everything is OK. Like, I mean, it does end weird. Like, I mean, she she vomits. I mean, but like. He, the patient gets sewn up. Everything's okay. She's exhausted. And something something weird to touch on, though, is like, I guess so, whenever they do those kind of things, though, they, it's called um, the veil. Mm-hmm. Um, I, which is very... Neat. I love it. Which is it. very Grisha. It is. So, like, I mean, it's going across the veil, which is like, you know, um, Kind of like hellish or whatever. It's um, you know, going across the veil. If but it stinks. You smell horrible. Um, and it smells like Halloween. I guess like the way that she described it, it smells like Halloween. Just well, that like rottenny, pumpkiny, like spicy smell that like you associate with Halloween is exactly what I get from. It smells like rotten poop. It smells horrible. Well, it smells. I mean, it sounds. The way she described it, it smells like Doesn't going s- trick or treating. Oh, but where because it says the smell of like of a of a jack o' lantern half rotten on a porch and and all these things that she was saying that it smelled like it just it's straight oh. up like Halloween in my head. Halloween sounds nice though. 
Okay. No, but there's, I mean, there's very specific smells, you know, okay. like when you, when you're walking around like trick or treating, um, mm. there's just these very specific okay. smells. And I think, I mean, that's, I mean, obviously anybody can get whatever they want out of that. Cause it's, that's yeah. the whole point of a book, but, um, but that's what I, okay. that's what I get from that. So I imagine like her smelling like, like trick or treating. <laughs> So the veil is like, it's definitely an interest. It's something that's not easy to get up. Like you, she normally, after a prognostication, she would go normally and go shower immediately because she would normally stink like really badly. Um, right after it happens, um, she gets a call and she gets this call from Dawes, who is. Oh, she's getting texts. And the texts are like, call me now. Yeah. And call th- me now. And who is this? Call me now. <laughs> I don't know what her exact job is. It's someone else from, so Lethe, I don't, I don't even think we've said this. So Lethe, so like the part of these secret societies, there's eight secret societies in Yale and they all work in these, these different types of magic. Lethe was created to protect everyone to make sure that people don't get hurt. Like the point of Lethe and the point of Alex being there was to protect the patient. It was to make sure that that guy didn't get hurt. Like the guy that was being operated on Mm -hmm. to make sure the patient didn't get hurt and to protect and to make sure that those grays like didn't like go and hurt anybody. That was the point of it. So Lethe is there to protect and make sure everything ends up okay. And also, Darlington points out later, I don't know whether it comes out now or later, but like also to kind of investigate the veil in a way. It's also to like find out more about what the veil has to offer. But um, anyways... Long story short, like a murder happens. They like, yeah, and they've got to go investigate it. Something happens on campus, and that they need to figure that out. So, yeah, Dante, not Don Dawes, is like, who is the Oculus? Um, is like, hey, possible hey. homicide. Yeah, and it would be something that Darlington would typically go check out. Okay. So I think but Darlington's not there. Okay. So So it is now up to Dante. Okay. So now uh, So um, that's uh but that's like where we like stop that storyline is just like possible homicide and it's like all right. <laughs> go check out the homicide. <laughs> um but then the next chapter is where we just kind of get like, you know, Alex and Darlington having their yeah, so that's their moment where we kind of get their relationship, like the background of the relationship. Um, one of my favorite moments in all of this, which again goes back to the whole writing thing, yes. is he's talking to her, and she can't help but stare at his feet. Like, cause they're all like completely clothed, but he's sitting there with like 
no socks on, no shoes. So he's, his feet are completely naked. His pants are rolled up because they were wet. And she said it was like, um, like an old Jane Austen book where like, they're like, oh my goodness, ankles. But th- just the, the pure absurdity of her thinking about how naked it seemed and how intimate it seemed to notice that he had a little hair on his toes. <laughs> and again, it's those things that like, we've all been there right. where it's like, you're just enthralled with this one detail because you're, it's something like more intimate about this other person that you haven't like witnessed before. And just something as simple as that, that she puts in there really kind of defines that relationship. We can tell that, that Alex Yes. Probably is feeling a little something. And then, you know, but but something about the naked feet situation just, I had to put it in my little notes because that just, it was just this moment. Yeah. We also, we also know that Alex comes from a different, a totally different world than what Darlington comes from. Like, I mean, we have to realize that like she really like she would have never ever gotten this opportunity. Um Alex comes from literally like I mean, I don't want to say that like I mean I'm it's just like I mean a most of the people that are there at Yale come from privilege. Yes. And they're typically there um, because they could pay their way or because yep. they um, had grandfathers and grandfathers and great grandfathers and blah, 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 that um, so that the uh, alumni just kept putting their, yep. their kids in Money. there. Um, so, and she is not from that. Not at all. Um, so she doesn't fit in. She's not used to that world with all of them. Yeah. She has no clue what that's like. Um, and she and there's a mention about like she was there's a mention about her being found like um at ground zero which is not the ground zero that we're thinking about it was a literally right. a building that she was found where like all these men were murdered and she was the only person found alive right it was like and yeah. her best friend like it's it, again one of those things where we get these random bits of information yep. and then it stops. And then a little bit later we get a little more and then it stops. So we know that, yeah, but this ground zero basically is like an event. Yes. Instead of like what we think of it, like yeah. what, what, it's what us Americans call ground, ground zero. zero. Yeah. This is like an event that's happened in her life. Yep. We just know there's more to her. She's um she's definitely got some history. We know that she she's definitely got some magical history. Um like she's she's definitely got some I don't know. It sounds like she's definitely got some magic lineage in her family, I think. Um and it's I think it's a very strong open to a book. Um it's um especially some strong characters. Um I I think it sounds great and especially where this where we end to be honest where this chapter ends um these dogs cuz it ends where he brings her to Il Baston 
or Il Beston, which is mm-hmm. the like the leafy like I don't know headquarters headquarters, <laughs> and it's like these huge like amazing like spirit dogs like are like about are like attacking Alex and she is like just de- like of course she doesn't want them to be attacking her but like she's also like not stopping mm-hmm. like and that's where it stops like no it- yeah Darlington is clearly a shower not a teller he's like a, oh you want to know what's what you're in for mm-hmm. come on yeah <laughs> let's go see it and but I'm so excited to see more yeah and I'm I'm really excited to see them. They're so opposite too. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see how these two. Yeah, that's a very popular trope. You know, the like, it is where you've got the two opposites that like they're they're on a, an unlikely duo. But they're what, so. What but, are they going to get into? <laughs> but they're so. It's but they're not together. Like, but that's but they, the they're weird... connected because of their. Yeah. Because of of her being his kind of like legacy as he's moving, yeah. as he'll eventually move on. Yeah, but there's just it. But they're not the same. He's not there. Not the, it's just where is he? Yeah, that's the weird thing. So we've got a dead girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, um. Anyways, okay. We have what? a we have a homicide. Got a homicide. homicide. We got a lot going on. So, um, great start. Um, anyways, hope you will join us and keep joining us. Please continue. Um, yeah, please, if you want to continue the conversation, you have any questions, join us on Fable or just, you know, continue listening to the podcast. Um, but yeah, find us on Fable if you'd like and um, join us on our special book club, which is Leafy and, you know, Leafy and the, um, the huh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Lethe and the what? Yeah, yeah. Lethe and Lethe and the Ancient Eight. <laughs> I forgot our own name. Lord. <laughs> I know, and I came up with it myself. Lethe and the Ancient Eight. But next week we will be back and we will be discussing chapters three, four, and five. But before we get to that, well, no, I think. I mean, we don't have anything else going on, right? I don't think so. Yeah, so we good. So, anyways, yeah. So, yes, we love, we love you all. Okay, well, okay. Okay, I will. Well, I love you all. Long live the Grishaverse. Like, we're at the end of the hour, so my voice is a little husky. A-plus. No mourners. No funerals. This has been GrishaCast. Connect with us on the web at GrishaCast.com. Send an email to info at GrishaCast.com. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok. At GrishaCast! Yay! Thank you. To our staff, Chris, Michelle, Alex, 